Wrestle Nation. Welcome back to the RSL Bros. Welcome Alan. Back. I am Marcos. Welcome back, guys. Poppy. He wanted to be called Poppy. <laughs> I got I got you on that one. <laughs> Marcos. How are, well, actually, no, I don't want to ask you how you're doing. Yet. <laughs> I, I want to, first off, thank everyone that uh, has followed us, new followers. Welcome to the show. If you haven't Bienvenidos. seen it before. Bienvenidos. Um, we're really, really grateful um, that uh, you started following us, that you uh, started seeing our content, liking our content. Um, Marcus, what do you have to say about that? Thank you. Welcome. Oh, good. It, 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 it's, it's just going to get better from here. Like, no other podcast that does RSL has two bros. Like, th- find me another podcast that, with two, R- two bros. I think there are, I think there's others. But this is where uh, the party. This is where this, the magic's at. This is where the magic's at. This is where the party's at. But anyways, Marcos, how are you? Well, as of yesterday, Wednesday, it is now officially summer. We had summer solstice. We had the longest day of the year, so can I get a woot woot? Woot woot. We had a 15 hours of daylight yesterday and boy, did I take advantage of that after work. Well, so, uh, did, so did my kids. <laughs> It felt so nice, and summer is here. It's 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 awesome. I love it. So, uh, how how's your week been? Well, week's been all right. I mean, like you mentioned, longest day of the year yesterday, and the kids took full advantage. Bedtime <laughs> got moved to way later. I, putting kids to bed during the daylight, I feel like. If any of you guys have seen The Simpsons, I feel like we're the Flanders family. I mean, granted, I'm putting the kids to bed at nine. It's like it's not even like that that early, but uh, it's not even that late either. So, anyways, week is fine. I'm glad that that the weekend's coming because that means we get to see more RSL. Um, oh, yeah. We're we're really excited for RSL. Like today, we may not have like a hugely packed episode. But we're really excited. Game against St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Positive things coming out of it. We have mm-hmm. um, our our future transfers, or we're we're starting to get them, getting them going. So we're talking more about them. Plus, we're gonna get some people back, and we have a game this weekend. What else can we ask for? Yeah, a, a lot of things we need to break down and talk about on this episode. Um, and if you guys were watching last episode, I had a blank wall. But we're I'm I'm back home at the right, everybody. So don't worry, I am back home. <laughs> yeah, that we finally uh, finally got to got a hold of what whatever was happening. So we're glad the, that you're back at the right, Marcos. The the IT IT support called and they uh, brought me back to the riot. IT slash brother support <laughs> anyways let's Hey-o. let's dive in let's let's get into it so let's do it we had a game wednesday yesterday because we're doing this today yesterday yes. wednesday yeah so against st louis and if you remember the first time we played st louis it was a beating at home four nil but let's complete- talk a little bit i want to talk about more my feelings about that game that, <laughs> that four nothing game caused me to go into some weird we'll, we'll call it i won't call it a depression 
Not it wasn't. No, it wasn't a depression. It was we, a lull. We, we, can, we can we can talk about our, your feelings as well. Not not right now. Not right now. <laughs> and, and that's another session. But th this one brought me into a lull where I was like, I started saying, "I hate you, front office. I hate you, Pablo. I hate you, players. What is wrong with you?" Because I I, I will agree. I was that's when I was hitting that peak as well. Because it was that time that we lost 4-0 to Columbus as well, right after that. After that. Yeah. So I was like, oh, frick, we have a terrible defense. We can't score. What's Elliot doing? What's Pablo doing? Get Dump them all. I mean, and and, and do, you know, do you know what's funny about that 4 nothing loss yeah. is that supposedly we had a better lineup. We had a all our – I mean, actually, look at that lineup. Since we're going to be yeah. on this topic real quick, the only sure. differences we had was uh, Julio Marum. was playing, Merrim was, was playing. playing, Gomez played, mm -hmm. and that's it. Well, and McMath. Well, then you look at St. Louis. They had some obviously huge changes to their lineup. Like they had Klaus playing that game. They had Lowen playing that game. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to see who else. Uh, I think that was just the main two biggest changes for them in that game. Tells you how important those two were, and right. and and I don't know if only those two made the difference, but we only had four changes compared to the last time we played them. Right. I I think I think our mentality has changed. To be honest. Yeah. Um. Something has definitely switched and clicked into gear, which I'm glad it's now instead of who knows when. <laughs> I'm I'm glad we're doing this run. Well, I mean, starting this run, I, yeah. I'm, we're getting good momentum now, and it's better now instead of September, <laughs> when we're trying to like fight for the last playoff spot. This which is have, that's, that's how it's been the past two seasons for us. That's what we're known for: getting the last playoff spot the last day of the season. Right, and and this this feels different. I mean, everyone yeah. knows that this feels different. Like, oh yeah, like. I don't want to jinx it, like knock on wood, but we're we're like talking about serious contenders about not only MLS Club, US Open, but we're talking about getting a higher seed for playoff. For sure. And we'll talk about that more in this episode of how tight the Western Conference is after last night's game. Things just got a lot more tighter with different teams that won and different teams moving up. So it's 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 anybody's race right now. Yeah. So let's break down last night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bring it on. So of course, like like we like we know, we had four players out international duty. So no Sava again, no Julio, no Rubin, and no Heda. Um, and that that didn't really make a difference at all because we had, like you said, pretty much the same kind of lineup that we had the first time we met. Um, but main difference was we saw Luna had a second his second start playing on that left side yakison starting and then same exact defense um minus beavers in goal yeah um let's let's go through the start with the first half so mm -hmm. first half at the very beginning i got nervous because st louis came out with a high pressure they came yeah. out just chasing and they were coming out um like like hungry dogs because because they had just lost their last game and they're like we're at home we're really good at home mm -hmm. and so they needed to show that off i don't know what your feelings were at the beginning 
yeah um i i was slightly nervous as well like we like like we kind of know st louis um was kind of th i think they were undefeated at home so that was this is like their fortress for them this is their stomping grounds and as we know we're one of the best teams on the road so this is this is what we do we win on the road and we take care of business yeah yeah and so after we 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 took the the blow for the first 10 minutes or so that's when everything started settling and that's when um our first goal came around the the 15th right um oh my god yes 15th minute so break it down what did what did you see how did you feel with everything that went down for that goal yeah we we see the setup from musovsky dribbling on that right side going going he does a pass across the middle and then we see Krylock looking like he's going to do a dummy pass, but it just looks like it goes in between his legs. And then Diego Luna slots home his first goal for RSL, which doesn't come at a better time because people have been asking, wondering, when's Luna going to finish? When's he going to finish? When's he going to start as well? And he's answered both those questions. Yeah. Yeah. And in fact, I, I, I think we should focus a little I mean, yes, the Musovsky run down the right side, cross over uh, across the top of the area Crylock's dummy great those are mm -hmm. all excellent but where this play starts is in the defense if that if that defense was not alert and and was ready for for a a potential St. Louis attack we wouldn't have gotten that the the clearance the clearance up to Musovsky and Musovsky that's where Musovsky comes in and his vision to take it out wide, create space in the middle. Um, and that way Krylock could run and great on Luna. If you're watching him before, before Musovsky crossed midfield, Luna was still on the defensive half. Exactly. He hauled, he hauled to get to that backside. Um, and that was awesome hustle. Awesome play. You couldn't ask for, for a better, for a better counterattack, to be honest. Yeah, and we've talked about it the past few episodes, how we've kind of been hesitant and kind of, we'll, we'll get into a little bit more, but how we've been unsure about Krylock, how he just hasn't seemed like himself. He seemed like he's kind of been walking, not to his form, but he showed hustle on this play, especially just came all the way from almost half field and kind of did a little dummy pass and just in between his legs. And then Luna just does the rest and take, takes care of business. I don't think Krylik had any other choice. I mean, it's between yeah. him and Musovsky up top, so he had to run. Yeah. And and it, it first, I mean, I I don't think leadership has anything to do with this, even though he was the captain. Um, it was it was great awareness that he needed to be in that position or in that area in order to uh, have Luna free behind him, and also great great um, area awareness to know that Luna was behind him. I don't know. I, I didn't see on the replay at what point he looked back to see where Luna was, but somehow he knew. Yeah, I I, I don't know because that that kind of sparked my curiosity too. It's like they have like this sixth sense for each other, good communication. I mean, Krylock is he he always has a, a kind of a sixth sense. He does a lot of dummies. He does mm -hmm. a lot of dummies he because because he understands where people should be. Now, mm -hmm. if the people are there, it turns out just like that first goal. If people aren't there, it kind of makes him kind of like look somewhat dumb, but it looks makes everyone else look dumber because knowing that they should have been in that spot. So absolute perfect goal. 
And what was sad, Luna's goal was not on one of the MLS goals of the week. Should have been. It was. It was a. Is a banger. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know because there, there, there were there were some other good candidates. There was only one other good candidate that absolutely deserves goal of the week, and that was Philadelphia's. You saw that. Yeah. It was yeah. okay. Yeah, but I, I am glad that Luna finally put his foot down, and got his got his goal, and now he's finally getting minutes and proving to Pablo and his staff that he deserves to get get that starting role. Yeah, absolutely, and and the fact that he got a lot more minutes oh, this yeah. game. Oh yeah, we'll, um, we'll, we'll get that into that. Yeah, we'll get. I mean, we'll we'll get into how it might. Uh, I think it might affect Saturday's game, but yeah. we'll get into that when we talk about Saturdays. Um, but but uh, about five minutes or so after we took the lead, things kind of went a little bit south right after that. Um, St. Louis goes for a cross from uh, Nerwinski, and then. The person you talked about in the last episode to keep an eye out for, Giochini. Giochini rises up right over um, Justin Glad. And yeah, I'm I'm not going to argue whether it was a foul or not because, I mean, it it was, it was one of those where you're like, <laughs> it mm. didn't it didn't really seem like there was much contact. I mean, contact? No, like 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 contact? No, it was it, it was. was a, Pulled pull down on the shoulders. It was it was Giacchini like pulling up Glad's shirt up his backside, and yeah. but Glad also had his arm reached back and was grabbing his jersey at the same time. So it was almost like, well, but, but of course every single foul in MLS is checked in with VAR, so didn't see any any much to call it for for much. But great goal by Giacchini. You you got to give props that with that goal that makes eight on the season for him. I would have, I would have wished that Beavers, I mean, I didn't grow up as a keeper. I played at like a third string keeper. I don't know if you remember me in high school. I played well, a third you, string you're, keeper. You are short, so that has to do with it. Stop it. Nick Raimondo is, and me are the same height. Okay. He says he's five, nine. That's a lie. He's five, seven, <laughs> but um, I, for some reason, I would have thought that with that cross, it, the header was inside the six yard box. Yeah, it was. I would, I would have hoped that Gavin would have like come out and stuck a fist inside Giochini's. That, that, that seems like the realistic thing, but it just, I guess he was thinking that Glad was going to be able to out jump him or be able to just head the ball away. But I mean, it, Probably lack of experience at, at such a high level, or I, I say high level. I mean, this this is the highest level in in this country. But um, the, maybe it's it's lack of of confidence. I don't know. But yeah. I wish I wish that would have happened. I don't know how feasible it was. So I'm not a yeah. keeper. Yes, it's one of those. What could have happened? What could he have done better? But it's in these moments that I'm glad Beavers is getting these opportunities to prove himself, to learn from, to get to get better. Especially against a, a good team, because it wasn't it wasn't just that um, situation. He had a lot of situations where he saved us. He he oh, actually yeah. made a bunch of saves. So, I mean, it's not like this one cost us the game. This isn't no. one that's. I mean, he should have had. This is a, one of those potentials. Like, mm, probably have to watch film. Maybe I'll position myself better. For sure, for sure. Um, but going into halftime of this one, tied 1-1. Um, but 
right to start the second half, RSL makes the first change, taking off Yakison and bringing on Ching. Um, you and I were kind of talking about this one, I think, during the match, and you said mm-hmm. that Yakison just kind of looked invisible, not really nowhere to be found. Uh, yeah, uh, Yakison, there was a couple of times where um, he would gather the ball, he would try to make a run, and somehow it it just wasn't clicking for him. He wasn't getting the right moves. He wasn't his vision was very closed. Mm-hmm. Um, his his effort seemed below par. That that's just what it seemed like. I I mean, you guys can let us know if if you saw the same or what you saw. But for me, there's a reason why I think Pablo switched him out at halftime because he wasn't. Like, do you feel like a lot of this still has to do with the fact that he's still a rookie? He's still learning. I'm not sure, to be honest, because because like we look at Anelli, we look at we look, even look at Gomez, but obviously he's not a rookie, and look at how young they are. But Yakasin was one of the better players. I think he was. I think I think he was like top ten, top fifteen in in the MLS draft. So he was a, a high draft pick. The draft has me loco. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I don't believe in the draft. That's that's my my that's my black and white opinion, but um, I for this game Yakison did not perform up to the level, which is why I think Pablo switched him out and switched him out for Chang, which I mm-hmm. think Chang definitely should be should have had the start over him. But I agree. I agree. But with Chang coming in when he did, it helped us out a lot down oh. down down that wing, like. Can we say Cha Chang? Uh, he knows how to uh, create chances when they are needed most. I mean, th- I've been saying this the whole season. Uh, don't don't uh, underestimate Chang. He is a really good player. Even though he's 30 years old, he's yeah. been playing with us since 2017. He knows our system. He knows the players that have been there for a while. Um, I, I'm not sure where the the quote unquote hate comes in for Chang. Um, I've I've always I haven't I haven't been like a fan, but I've 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 liked having him in in the game. So yeah. I I've been curious as well as to where's the hatred? Why why aren't people loving what Chang brings to this club? Because I think I kind of have jumped on that Chang bandwagon after he did so well in the Open Cup game against Portland, because that kind of that was the point where it kind of proved to me that he actually is worth something well um i've i've known that he's been worth something uh, to just to use your words obviously it's probably yeah. the wrong expression but um <laughs> for for years now he's been playing well for us for years um granted now now he's been pushed down the the list because of gomez because of luna but he's still a great substitution he's a great 70 plus minute substitution he'll yeah. give you what you need to end the game what, what we saw what we saw last night was chang getting involved in play um with luna on on that on that um it would have been the right side he luna mm-hmm. went to that right side on the second half um that that helped out a lot with with luna coming down chang pinching in from his side um and that's what caused caused that's what gave us Krylock's goal. Yeah, yeah. So like you just mentioned, Chang in the in the middle for a great back heel 
which set up that play right to Krylock. And I don't know, you you can't you can't picture that any better. Just right on a platter, and Krylock needed that goal as well because Krylock has kind of been a little MIA so far this season. Yeah, yeah. Um, because of because of that, I mean that that brought a lot of. It was almost like a. Uh, he just how, what's the celebration that some people do? They like take off whatever whatever juju bad juju. Yeah, that that's what it was like for for Krylock. I'm I'm assuming. Yeah, and I, I'm glad he got that. And just from that one goal, we had the lead two one. And I, right after that goal, there was just complete dominance on our side. It was just a a whole new monster just came out from the the woodwork yeah because the first half first half there there was just moments of us that we had good momentum but the second half is when we i and to be honest i don't know if it was because of the the chang substitution but the chang substitution changed a lot and that Mm -hmm. second goal changed a lot because goals change games thank you um (laughs) (laughs) um so um, I think I think be, because of of either the Chang substitution or that second goal, that's when we ended up with a lot more momentum, and it felt like we were on the on the front foot a lot of that second half. Yeah, and then about about twenty minutes after we took the the lead with that two one after Crylock, um, Brody going down the left flank, um, literally goes in for a nice cross across the middle and who else the one and only king krylock once again just hammers it for a second goal on the night and again i'm gonna rewind just a little bit because if it wasn't for andrew brody's hustle i mean and awareness because it was parker that totally bulldozed masofsky <laughs> i mean totally bulldozed him um in fact on the on the ink so i watched this game in spanish because I, I get a lot more excited when I hear things in Spanish. So on the yeah. English broadcast, um, they they were saying this is what happens when you go after the player and not actually play the ball. Parker played the player. He wanted just to foul. But because he did that, he missed the ball going right past him. And Brody, mm-hmm. being aware, keeping to his run, because he was going to do an overlapping run anyways, he kept to his run and obviously got the ball Parker almost caught up to him though. Um, at the, at the where when Brody crossed it, it was when Parker was like right on his back, ready to plow him again. <laughs> but uh, it, it was it was great awareness by Brody. Um, I, I want to sh- shout out to the referee for allowing advantage because that was yeah. a good advantage. If yeah. uh, man, if I you would have if you would have called little, that, I was a little weary. I was like, he's gonna come back. He's coming back for that foul. But no, he's like, yeah. So. I mean, great. We'll call it a combo play. We've kind of talked about in the past couple episodes how we've kind of been iffy about Brody, how he hasn't really – he's kind of been beat on those balls. Do you feel like this this assist right here kind of proves that he maybe is a little bit better than we, we thought? Mm, my opinion of Brody doesn't uh, improve, and it doesn't – it's not taken – nothing's taken away. Um, yeah. I – I think he's doing his job. He does. He does provide a lot of um, a lot of plays down his wing. Um, he does cross a, a lot, which allows for aerial plays in the area. Allows for dangerous plays. So 
he 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 definitely um contributes but i mean it's only because that's what he's supposed to do in his role exactly yeah um what, what, what more can you say um it was a good good goal to a great finish and Krylak definitely needed that and that puts it on the total for Krylak. It's at four goals. So he doubled his, his amount in, in just one game. Well, and because of those two goals, it won him player of the week. Well, player player of the match day, we'll call player it. Of the match, player of the match day. And then so. with, that, with that as well, Luna, Krylak, and then as well. Oh, I, oh I'm missing out. And Brody. Brody as well. Brody, yeah. Because it was, I think Brody was on there. I know Pablo was. Yeah, Pablo Mastroni all made a team of the match day. So kudos to them. Yeah. That was that was a must. Well, I wouldn't say must, but it was a, I would say surprising. Is this surprising the right word? No, because you can't be surprised. You said you're, they were going to win. I'm the one that it. should be surprised. You're the one that's surprised. So, but with having four starters out, that's that's what's the surprising factor for me so um i want to talk about real quick because this game now ended the table what does the table look like yeah that's right so right after rsl was playing there was still other matches that were going on um obviously there was lafc seattle that was going on lafc won that game so that was that was kudos that was good for us um with the win last night we we moved up a little bit. We are now at seventh place with 26 points. I think we um, stayed the same, to be honest. We, I think we did stay the same. Um, we're tied in points with Dallas, but Dallas is ahead of us because they're at minus one on, on goal differentials, and we are at minus six. What does everyone else look like above us? So we have, so we have um, LAFC. San Jose, San Jose, well, LAFC at 32 points, St. Louis at 29, Seattle at 28, Houston at 27, San Jose at 27, um, and Dallas at 26. So between first and seventh, we're at, there's six points. Uh, yes, that's correct. That is crazy. That's, the, there's a reason that they call it the wild, wild west every year for the playoffs. Like, you go over there and look at the east, like, you got like a 40 points to like 20 point difference. Well, in fact, let, let me just mention real quick: the difference between one and seven in the East is thirteen points. No, fifteen. Are you telling me I can't do math? Forty-three minus twenty-seven, sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> here, here on the RSL Bros, we 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 do math apparently too. <laughs> We challenge each other to math math problems. Gee whiz! Leave the leave the numbers to me. No, it, it, it's Abuelo's bedtime, so it's not Abuelo's bedtime. Come on, it's only it's not even that late. <laughs> but but, but anywho, yeah. So the East is always a spread out game. It's forty three points for first place, the last playoff spot twenty three points. So it's like, yeah, it's huge 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 margins yeah so but um the same time that our game was going on we had uh, another game that was important to ourselves fans not as not as important but only for one player because i don't know if you guys remember 
we 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 got this 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 player by the name of Nelson Palacio, kind of yes. a kind of a kind of a big deal. Plays for Atlético Nacional, and he was playing in a very important game yesterday. Um, and Alan was uh was watching it, so. Yep, I decided to to tune in just for a little bit, um, because I needed. I hadn't seen him play, to be honest. Um, yeah. So I needed to see what uh, what he was like. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, I wasn't disappointed. Um, I, though I wasn't like thoroughly, whoa, is super impressed. But um, he plays exactly, well, as, as much as I can describe it, he plays similar to Pablo Ruiz. He plays that defensive midfielder, at least with uh, Atlético Nacional. He plays a defensive midfielder, which um, really helps out because he played a lot more defense instead of more offense, which begs the question, does if we put him as a starter, does uh, Ruiz move up? Does whoever plays alongside Palacio move up more? Um, That's one we'll have to see in the future. But uh, he had a, a, a really good game. He had a 93% pass accuracy. He had uh, 100% uh, successful dribbles. Um, he had he won uh, 60, almost 70% of his duels. So th- this guy is 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 legit. Obviously, it was only one match that you watched of his. But from what you saw, would you say kind of kind of better than Ojeda or kind of kind of similar? Similar, um, very very similar, and I th- I think because of the style of player that w- that we were looking for, um, we had to get someone that was similar to Ojeda because, yeah, um, because at this point neither you or I know if Ojeda is going to stay. There are other people that know, but we don't know. The only thing we can we can figure out is that his loan ends, and he costs a lot more money than this guy. So that that's why I think we needed to find someone that was similar to Ojeda. Yeah. So their their next game, League Two, is Saturday. Um, they play at the same same exact time as RSL's match. So if you guys want to have a uh, double screens on to take part and watch both games, do it because you won't want to want to miss out on uh, Nelson Palacio before he joins RSL. Yeah, you don't want to miss out on watching at least these two teams play, especially in Colombia, because the, the time that I watched, it was physical, feisty. It was in your face. It was, it was legit South American ball. I so, would say that, that's the kind of soccer that you get in, in, in all of South America. It seems like. Yeah. So I, don't, don't be surprised if when he comes in, he ends up being like, um, Oh, what's his Brazilian face's name. I can see him. You're supposed to help me. I, I wish I could. I'm drawing blanks reading minds tonight. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, anyways, we, we had a, the Brazilian defensive midfielder flipping. Oh, Ever, Everton Luis. There we go. Thank you. Everton. Yeah. He, he's going to come in as aggressive as Everton. I like it. I like it. I'm telling you, that's how that's how I he's like playing it. these games. He's playing aggressive. Perfect. With with the aggre- with like the tenacity that we get from Brian Barra and then those two combined. Whew. Well, let me just tell you that in Colombia, they play hardball. Like, I watched it. I was like, oh, my goodness. No wonder Vera plays, like, 
total like bulldozer and, mode sometimes. And with having four Colombians starting for us. Look, if we can have Palacio as a semi-bulldozer, Vera as a bulldozer, Gomez as a creator, and Chicho as a goal scorer, mamita querida. <laughs> Adios. My Nos gosh. Vemos. Nos vemos. We're, we're, going, we're, going, we're going places, my friend. But with that, we have another match on Saturday. Um, back home at Mikasaita at the, the riots um, against the loons of Minnesota, but unfortunately they, they're not bringing the Wonderwall with them. Wonderwall. <laughs> you, you know what? You're, you're always going to remember Minnesota for that because of me. Because of you and because of the Wonderwall. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Um but just breaking down and previewing Minnesota, um, they have not won a match since May 20th, back when they played against Portland. Um, does that kind of, looking at that, does that kind of uh, give you confidence and just know that this is a must-win for RSL? Um, like, like kind of an easy match? It gives me confidence, yes. Um what makes me nervous though is if we are overconfident yeah. um only because the, the the players that they have they have they have a, a couple of veterans on their defensive line whatever um yeah. i think boxel boxel um or boxall however you pronounce his last name mm-hmm. he's been there since uh 2017 he's had i think one yeah. of the most caps with with minnesota since forever um they have uh will trap they have Fragapane. They have a, a goalkeeper that that's. I, I wouldn't say he's doing like like super well, but he's had his shutouts. Five, five shutouts. Um, I think no, he doesn't. He, I think he comes off the bench for the Canadian national team. Yeah, I think I saw a couple of caps. So, um, the only thing I, I I think I can be confident on is that they are struggling with goal scoring. Um, they're which, which is funny enough kind of as they're struggling with goal scoring they get Emilio Reynoso back. So Emilio Reynoso um if if anyone if no one, no one knows who he is or what has happened um for the past year if i'm not mistaken he's yeah. been part of a, a criminal investigation for uh, domestic violence um in Argentina so he has been um he was suspended by the team for the past i want to say at least 6 months. But it could have been since like mid last last season, which could have, which obviously would be a year, um, and so he hasn't been able to be a part of any team functions for the past while, um, and so he's barely coming back. He's played off the bench the past two games, but the past two games have been the last game they played was a four nothing loss against Montreal mm-hmm. away, yeah. and then a one one tie against Toronto, which Toronto is also a horrible team. And before that, they lost 2-1 to Austin before we beat Austin. Yeah. And before that, they tied us 1-1. Do you feel like with Reynoso coming back, with him just coming off the bench for these past two games, do you feel like it's going to be kind of hard with like that chemistry in the locker room because of the huge, the huge thing that he did, finding trust with his teammates? 
So I'm not sure. I'm going to assume that that they don't want anything, any any part of whatever happened to him. So they're just going to be like, dude, just come play. We'll, we're moving past it. So my fear as an RSL fan is I hope that he doesn't gain confidence that he, he he's going to run all over us, um, yeah. all over our defense. Now, I don't know if he's going to start, to be honest. If he's been coming off the bench and playing not that many minutes the past two yeah. games, I don't know if he's going to start. So, one, I'm not too worried about Minnesota offense because they haven't been producing. They've no. The past, what we say, five games, they produced three goals. Yeah, yeah. So since May 20th, um, yeah, only three goals since then. So, um, yeah, so after after May 20th, it's been three goals. Yeah, um, so I'm, I'm not concerned about that. Again, I'm concerned about us, especially trying to fit um, at least three of our inter- internationals that are coming back. Let's talk about that. Three yeah, of our so internationals come back. Sava, Julio, and Ojeda. Um, two of those I obviously see starting for Saturday's match, Sava and Ojeda. And then Julio just being a super sub as he is, which we need because we've seen Krylock and Musovski go longer minutes than usual. And it's it's paid off for Krylock because he had two goals, obviously, last game. But I I, I don't want to see Musovski just play longer minutes. I want to see Anderson Julio get more minutes because we just saw Anderson Julio get his first cap for Ecuador. So... Here's my concern with uh, the forwards. Um, I think at this point, it, the forwards that we have, they're like in, they've gone into a mode where like, I need to grab any kind of minutes I can because Chicho is coming. Once I, I, once Chicho starts, who gets replaced? Do you not go with two up top? Two, two strikers up top? No. Do we want to have this formation conversation? Because oh, we could oh, be oh. here for a while. But yeah, like like you said, um, this is a time where Krylock, Musovski, Julio, and I guess even Yakison are all fighting for, for minutes. Who who starts, who comes off the bench, because once everybody comes back, even once Rubin comes back from Gold Cup, because he's not back yet, it's going to be a dogfight. <laughs> it's an absolute dogfight. So, I mean... We, we, we we're talking like this, like it's a bad situation. No, no, no this no. is a super good situation, but because, I mean, we, I, I want to give priority to, to Chicho, to the, the players that we're actually paying good money for. It's something that we haven't seen in seasons where we've had a deep attack and now is it, it we don't really know how to use that. How, so it's, it's a good time. I, I hope my hope is that Pablo uses it correctly because I I'm not all about um, spreading minutes equally because we're all equally good. No, let's find our our starting forwards, our starting attack, mm-hmm. and let's stick with them to make sure that they have good cohesion. Because you're talking to me about starting two up top. I'm thinking we need to do one and then three attacking winger midfielders. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. because that's the only way that we can play Sava Luna Gomez and Chicho. Yeah. If you if you put if you put two up top, you're not gonna you're you're either sacrificing Luna, or you're sacrificing another uh, someone else some someone's forward. 
yeah, we're we're gonna go back to we're gonna go back to Hispanic attack. So I mean, I mean, unless unless the only way around this I can find is if you do play two up top, your wings are gonna be Luna and Gomez, and Sava is gonna play up top with Chicho. That's not Sava's preferred position, but if you're gonna play a four four two, that's how you'd play it. Yeah, and I could possibly also see Pablo doing a switch of maybe Palacio and Ojeda switching off, maybe going back well, and forth each game. Well, that, that's the thing. If that's if Ojeda stays, yeah, obviously if if that's the big question. Um, but yeah, going back to Minnesota, they're sitting almost dead last in the West. Um, Twenty points, fifteen goals scored, twenty-two against, minus seven. So we, we've seen this story happen before at the Riot where a team comes in, this is a must win. We saw that with LA Galaxy when they beat us surprisingly. We saw that with NYCFC two weeks ago, draw here. So I think having a full team back, fully healthy, this is, this is our time to finally get that win at home. No, no, no draws, no, none of this petty points at home this is three points or, or nothing at all well and i think before with the la game we had some kind of confidence that's when our confidence started coming up we're like yeah, yeah we we just beat colorado doubleheader we were coming off of a, a a minnesota draw we're we're doing great um we're going up on the up and and i think we were almost there we we came back against LA and then they they again came back against us. So, um, because you you can't say that right after that we had the Austin game and we beat Austin, then we beat LA, then we tied, then we won, and then we won. There we go. I was, I was trying yeah. to count how many games. So, ever ever since that LA loss, um, we've been on the up and up. Yeah. I think we're coming in with more confidence than we did for that LA game, the, the league game, not the open cup game. Yeah. Especially with having back-to-back wins on the road, which if you look in the past couple of seasons, that's kind of rare of us to do having five wins on the road right now, having the best road record, we need to have that switch, like have that be at, at home where we are easily securing points, getting three points. So and and I think I think we can do that because mm-hmm. if you look at our next couple of games, at least through mid July, we yeah. have so we're having Minnesota, we have Toronto, we're going to Toronto. I I would hope, let's hope, we have Orlando, who's Chico, at Chico's debut. Yep, um, and then we have Kansas City, which they're uh, on the up and up as well. So that that's going to be a, a a tough battle game so and then then red bulls and then we have and then we have a long break then we have leagues cup which uh, depends on how well we do at leagues cup it could be a long break or we could be going all the way to the final and we uh we're gonna be playing right after that i think uh, open cup which i'm gonna say here i'm still nervous for uh houston houston is doing really well right now really well yeah, so they're, they're, they're also a team that I've been tracking, um, I, I guess, as every RSL f- fan has, to because definitely don't want to to lose in that game. But 
And, and any other last minute thoughts for Saturday's match? No, no, I, I, we could, we could be here for hours. You know me. I, I'm like, I'm like that guy on the whiteboard, like with all the red lines everywhere. I'm you are, you, you are, you are, we could, we could, but, uh, I'll save everyone's ears for tonight. We'll, uh, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. No, but it, it's, it's going to be a good match. 7.30, back at the riot. Oh, but before, before we end, we, we, end. We, 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 can't, we can't end like that, of course. Why, 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 why? We got to end on a good note. Do you know what time it is? What time is it? Uh, 10.33, but it's actually... Prediction time! This this guy this guy we're gonna oh, nope we're going to, this guy should be proud of us. He should. But since I started last time, it's all you. Yes. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna keep it on the conservative side, um, because I ever since I got burned from that LA game, I'm gonna keep everything conservative. We're gonna do well. We have our international starters co- coming back. Yeah, so do. this one. Is going to be an easy breezy 2 0. I like it. I like it. We get, we get a clean sheet, which we haven't really, well, we've seen at home, but I'm also going to go for a victory for us. But you took my dosa cero, so I'm going to go one up you. I'm going to go 3 0. Ooh. Yeah. It's going to be, a, it's going to be raining goals on Saturday. So pull out an umbrella because, uh, Nothing stopping time anytime soon for this. <laughs> you think we scored three on Saturday? We're going to score, or sorry, Saturday, Wednesday. We're going to go score three again. Yeah, why not? Cool. I like why it. Not? Why not? So uh, 7.30 at the riot. Pack it. Be loud. Because we got our guys back. We got Sava. We got Julio. We got Ojeda back. What more can you ask for? Like, we got a full, healthy squad. We, I mean, seriously, I mean, again, we haven't been hit by the injury bug this this season. No, not at all. So, perfect time. If you're just jumping on the RSL bandwagon, welcome. Where, where have you been? Now's a good time to be an RSL fan. Seriously, seriously, it's a and great also, time. If you're not following us on any of our platforms, Instagram and Twitter, at the RSL Bros, hit us a follow. Since you're probably watching this episode right now on it's on uh, on YouTube, hit the bell, hit the notifications, subscribe to us. If you're still your watching, friends. we love you we because love because we love to talk. But if we you're still watching, that means we love you. We, we we do love you. Like it just it it warms my heart that you guys follow us, and we'll, the more you follow us, we'll give you great content, and that's what we love to do. Yep, we will give you all the great content because between the two, there we are, the two of us, I'm like pointing this way, <laughs> between the two of us, we have a lot of a soccer experience. I mean, like we've mentioned before, I mean, I have like 10 plus years of refing experience, like 15, 20 years of playing or being a part of the game. You as well. I mean, we have insights that we like to banter about. So if you want to comment, if you have an idea that, Hey, you guys haven't thought of that, or you guys are dumb for thinking that bring it on. Let's just talk. Let's just banter Please it out. Leave us the good, the bad, the ugly. We want to hear it all. 
So let us know what we're doing good, doing bad, what we can improve on, and we will help you guys out with all that. But and until then, until next time, we'll see you guys then. See you guys later. Bye. Ciao.